0: Hey guys, welcome to the Katie Speaking Live True podcast. I am so excited to be with you today because God has been moving in some, like unbelievably powerful ways the last 24 hours in my life and in my family. Um, you know, I, when I'm not speaking, coaching, and writing, I am driving for Uber. And in the last 24 hours, I've had three unbelievably powerful conversations. With complete strangers um, who have opened up about where they're at with God and what they feel like He's leading them to do. And it's just been beautiful to get to come alongside them and encourage them in their faith and to point out, yes, you're right, that intuition is from God. Here's the scripture that says to do X, Y, and Z. And so it's just been absolutely amazing and so edifying. If you are feeling alone in your faith, if you're feeling like I read the scripture, but I look around me and the people who say they love the scripture aren't following the scripture. The leaders aren't following the scripture. If you're feeling that way, you're not alone. But I just want you to know that when the time is right, God will put you in situations where you will meet other people who he is stirring in their lives. And and with them, you can open up the Bible or remember the verses and share and talk about what God is teaching you and what God is teaching them and just see how faithful God is. Um, and in a very practical way, I had a miracle today and I, I just can't help but want to share it with you. So for those who especially watch this podcast, you're getting the, the inward scoop, the inner scoop. So um, last summer um, I put forth a vision to the corporate company that the corporate coaching company that I was working for and, um, or I guess they're not really corporate, but I don't know how, what were they, they were my coat, they were my client and I did coaching work for them. And so, um, anyway, I was like, I have this huge vision and I really feel like I want to move forward on it. And as we started talking, I just started sharing more and more of the vision and they were not ready to move forward on any of those things at the time. And we ended up going different directions. And that was like so heartbreaking for me. I was so sad about that. Um, but I felt like I had to go forward. And so I did, but I I knew it wasn't gonna be easy. And four days after I lost that job, or I, I didn't lose the job, I let go of that job, they let go of me. We we let go of each other, it was a mutual parting. Um, but four days after that happened, the timing belt in my car broke and um when we got a quote for the repair, it was going to be $9,000. And we were just not in a situation where we could just say, here you go, here's $9,000. And, um, we kept looking into different solutions and there were like no solutions coming. No, no, like I had new clients sign up with me, but the type of contract they were on, it was like when they get results, then they'll pay. And so, it was just a really hard year business wise, and then, um somewhere around May, I was like, I just can't wait anymore. So if you're joining me right now, I'm telling a miracle story that happened today, and because you're on live, you get to hear it <laughs> um or because you're watching this podcast, you get to hear this um so the car broke down. it was a nine thousand dollar fix, and we're not mechanics, we're not mechanically inclined um And our network here in town was like not able to help us with like finding a good mechanic or anything like that. So it took months and months and months of just like waiting and asking God and like pursuing the resources to fix the car. Well, fast forward all the way until June. And this summer, I found out that there's um, an Uber rental car program. So you can rent a car through Uber And then, uh, you can drive for them using the rental car. You don't have to use your own car. So I started doing that, um, out of faithfulness to God. And just like, I kept, um, pursuing different opportunities and they just were not a good fit over and over and over again. Meanwhile, I have this huge vision that I want to see come to pass of encouraging the next generation to live full out for Jesus. And so it's funny, like God's like, yeah, you you're gonna try everything to provide for you, but I'm gonna provide for you my own way. So this is what God did this summer. So, about a month into Ubering, I met. I was driving my car, and people always ask, you know, where are you from? Are you from Nashville? How did you end up here? And it's actually quite a miraculous story of how we ended up here. Um, so we were living in East Tennessee, and we'd been there for about two years, and we moved there at the end of. Ministry. We, my husband and I, had had a ministry with international students. They had lived in our home for many years. Um, when we couldn't get funded, we ended up taking a job overseas. So we were like, "Hey, we'll just go, you know, share the love and message of Jesus over there." And that ended up being a disaster. And God like showed us so much. And coming back to the United States, he, I still wanted to work in um, ministry, but we we couldn't afford it, and we ended up shutting it down, which was heartbreaking. Um, And then long story short, my husband got sick. Our son got sick. So it's been a rough couple of years. And so what we want to do now is we, we still want to do that ministry. We still want to work with international people. We want to take people on road trips all across the country. And we want to bring people, you know, Christians along with us and like have powerful conversations because you know, the time in the car is like really powerful time. Um, so I was sharing all of that with one of my riders, one of my Uber riders, and she's like, hey, when we get to my stop, please don't leave um, because I want to give you a gift. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. And I just had this sense that it was going to be significant, like it was going to be a big gift. And this lady came back to the car and she handed me a check and the check was more than enough to pay for a new engine for our car. I kid you not. It was a complete gift. She's like, it's no strings attached. I don't need to know what you do with it. I just know God wants me to give this to you. And that was about a month ago. And it took a long time, but, um, you know, I even had to call my bank cause they were like, why do you have this check for this personal check for this much money from somebody? Like you've never deposited that much money from anyone ever and not even from work. And so I was like, ah, let me just tell you the story of an Uber driver and this is what happened. And we have this ministry and she wanted to give to it, even though it's not like happening right now, she wanted to sew into us. And <laughs> So that was the banker, like at Chase Bank. He was like, that's crazy. Anyway, he was like, all right, I'll release the funds. You know, it's not a scam. Well, today, today I got to go pick up our car. We have not had a car for the last year and like three weeks. And it wasn't because we weren't working because we were doing everything we could. And and it just it just wasn't happening. And now we got our car back today. like over time, it took so much time, but we found trustworthy mechanics. Then we, you know, even in May, I was like, that's it. We're just going to take out a loan. We're just going to get financing. We're just going to pay, you know, we're just going to put it on credit and we're just going to fix the car. And our son was like, mom, I'm studying finance in the Bible. And there's nowhere where God says that you should borrow money. And there's nowhere that says you should lend it. If you have it to give, you should give it. And if you, um, if you need it, you should just ask for it. And if they don't have it, they don't have it. And so we were like, oh, you know, I think you're right. I like, I think that's what the Bible says. And I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan anyway. Uh, but I just got tired of waiting for the car to get fixed. And, um, we decided, like, I ended up even calling the mechanics and saying, Hey, I know that you found like the right engine to use and everything, but, we are just not going to go that route because it would mean going into debt to fix it. And we just feel like that would, that's wrong for us. And we don't think that the, that's what the Bible teaches. And so we're going to try to be obedient to the Bible. Um, and then, you know, a month later, this lady comes, she shows up, she gives me this gift. Fast forward to now, I mean, I was called back the mechanics and I'm like, you're never going to believe this. This Uber lady that I was driving in my Uber rental, Uber car gave me a check. It's going to cover the cost of the engine. And how soon can we get started? And they're like, that amazing. Turns out they are Christians too. And they started telling me some of their miracle stories about how they felt led to give money, even when they didn't have it. And how, when they went to sell their house, like they, I don't know how much the profits were, but it was significant. And, um, they were like, you just trust God. Like he will take care of you. So I'm just celebrating. And I know I've been talking for a long time on this, but I'm, I'm just celebrating that today is the day that we paid cash and we got our car back. And it's the first day that I'm able to drive my car again for in over a year. And I'm just praising God. We didn't have to go into debt to do that. Like he miraculously provided, like, seriously, I've been on the path to get a commercial driver's license because at all the other paths to increase our income so that we could fix our car, just they weren't just panning out. They weren't panning out. And so I was like, I got to do something. I'll I'll get my commercial driver's license. I'll start driving with my husband, whatever, Lord. But I didn't want to do that. <laughs> but I was willing to do whatever it took because that's what you do when you're an adult and you love the Lord and you have to honor God, right? And so anyway, it was just a miraculous thing that our car got fixed like and now just this past year, like the paint has totally started chipping while it was just sitting there. so we we're gonna figure out a way to like make it look better but and I'm waiting for approval to use it for Uber right now. Um, but if you have any secrets for what to do with a chipping paint job on a car, let me know because <laughs> I need some help with that. I'm probably gonna google it. but I just wanted to spend some time and just say like whatever is happening in your life, like you can trust. God. You can do things the way the Bible says to do them. He is a good father and he will take care of you. Amen. Amen. Okay. So we just have two days left in this podcast um series, the podcast series. I'm gonna keep the podcast going, but it won't be I won't be broadcasting as often. So two days left in Katie Seventh Grade Prayer Journal. I'm honoring a commitment that I made to the students at JT Moore Middle School and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Club that I would podcast through the summer every single day. And I haven't hit it every single day, but We are almost to the end of the book. We have today and tomorrow. That's it. So join me if you have the book or just listen in to be inspired to pray about everything wherever you are at. So here we go. August 10th, 1992. And this is a true story, by the way. This is my prayer journal. Dear God, my mom is truly a mixed personality. For the last 48 hours, I've been balled out worse than I have ever been balled out in my life. The weird part is that when she's not mad, she's really nice. She definitely has a split personality. Okay, I had to go brush my teeth, but I'm back now. I had to go to the dentist today to have my teeth cleaned. She said I have gingivitis and that's why my teeth hurt. I don't have any cavities though. And I was almost positive that I would have at least one cavity. Turns out I've been grinding my teeth in my sleep. That can be really painful. Anyway, I've been thinking a lot, but I don't know what about. Last night at the beach, I saw David Kay. He was walking towards me and I started walking back to the fire ring. I'm not sure why, but I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Anyway, he asked me what was wrong and I said, nothing. Then he put his arm around my shoulder and said, I think you need a hug. So he gave me a big hug. I love it when guys who are taller than me, much taller than me, give me a big hug. David K gives rad hugs, maybe even better than John Weston's hugs. I think David K is taller than John Weston. I pray that someday I'll have a boyfriend, maybe even now. And that he'll give me hugs a lot and doesn't make me do anything not of you, God. And that he loves Jesus with all his heart and gets along with his family. I love hugging and cuddling more than kissing or anything else any day. Please give me a man who's like that. And maybe just a guy friend. Maybe John W.? I don't know. Please help me get my relationship back together with John W. And you answered my prayers majorly today. First, it was with Sandy, Rachel's friend. I al- I almost can't believe that she wanted to talk to me. Thank you for answering my prayers about wanting to have a better relationship with her. Now, can you help me to be more than acquaintances with her? I'd really appreciate it if you would. And thank you for Sue, the senior high youth pastor's wife. I'm so glad she called, even if I didn't make any sense when I was talking to her. <laughs> Then, I really don't want to go to Costa Mesa with mom this weekend. There's just too much going on here. On Friday between 2 and 7, I'll be at the beach with the junior high youth group. Then, my Sunday school class is spending the night at our new teacher's house. I would really like to go. I haven't spent any time with my friends in that class. Please help me to get close with all my friends at church. I can't help but think that today I met a guy with a personality of which I want to marry. I've been thinking about that more and more. Hmm. Thank you for everything. Please make things work out to my advantage. Thanks for the new book too. Please protect everyone and help us all to have a good night's rest and a really good day tomorrow. Jesus, I love you. Amen. Amen. And then, of course, we've got to read one of the five truths from the back of the book. These are the five truths that God revealed to me. When I was rereading this book and I was like, what are these five truths about the five truths that God revealed to me? Here's number four, what you're going through right now won't last. Everything is a season and you will see that in this book and on this podcast. When I'm in San Diego in school, I'm wanting it to be summer. And then I go to New Mexico and I want to go home And and then, and then, and then, and then, you know how it is. You always want things to change. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 13 is a chunk of the Bible that talks about different seasons. And this section of the Bible was also turned into a really popular song back in the 60s. You might have heard it. It's called Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds. But here's the scripture. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal a time to love and a time to hate. I'm not quite done. I got to turn the page. Hold on. I actually quoted this to one of my Uber writers yesterday, a time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? I've seen the burden that God has placed on us all. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He, God, has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can, and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. Well, friend, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night, depending on where you're watching this. It's a joy to be with you, and I can't wait to see what God does in your life and mine as we turn to Him and live from a place of authentically following Him in His Word. Know His Word. Know His Word. Read it every day. Yay! <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.